Welcome. Today's question is, how long does it take to register your RIA? That is question number five on the Transition to RIA video series. Hi, I'm Brad Wales with Transition to RIA, where I help advisors just like you uh, learn the RIA model and discover why and how you might want to transition to the RIA model. Uh, today's question is going to go over how long does it actually take to register an RIA? Now, in a previous video, I went over the logistics of how to technically set up the RIA, and I encourage you to take a look at that video as well. A short answer on that is you work with what commonly referred to as compliance consultant firms. These are firms that this is their specialty. This is what they do is help you with, among other things, set up the RIA on the front end. So with this video, we want to talk about, okay, do we understand how it's going to work, how it's going to get set up? Well, how long is that process actually going to take to be uh, completed? Uh, so basically, there's two steps involved in, in answering that question of how long is this going to take. Uh, step one is you actually working with that compliance consultant uh, firm. It's, it's, it's not one person, they're usually multiple dozens of people in these sorts of firms. Um, and the idea is they don't just pull an, an ADV file in off the shelf and, and submit that to the regulators. Every ADV, uh, and I'll do a whole separate video on the ADV process, but every ADV has multiple parts to it and is customized specifically to your firm. So yes, there is some boilerplate language in there, uh, but otherwise it's very customized to your practice, the size of your practice, the kind of clients you work with, the services you offer, all sorts of things have to be customized for your specific ADV. Again, they will help you with that. That process though does take a little time because there is a lot of back and forth uh, the compliance consultant firm needs to fully understand your practice and then go back, work through the, uh, the, the draft, the documentation, and then there's some collaboration uh, kind of back and forth to get it finalized. So that process, uh, you can kind of factor 15 to 45 days for that process. So from the first time you reach out uh, to a compliance consultant, and you're usually, and this is something I help advisors with, is understand who are these consultants, why you might want to work with one versus another. Um, and, and usually your first reach out to them is more exploratory. You're understanding their model, their offering, uh, those sorts of things. But when you actually say, okay, let's go ahead and begin the process, at that point, it's usually 15 to 45 days uh, for completion. Now, I'll give you uh, in a moment some of the things that kind of uh, might slow things down and, and cause it to be more towards the 45 days versus the 15 days. Uh, and surely the complexity of the situation will, will add to time as well. If you're a $50 million state registered RA uh, that, that is very plain vanilla service offer and that is quite a bit different than a $1 billion RIA uh, that, has, that has a whole uh, depth of services that they offer to high net worth clients as an example. Uh, so step one in the process is working with a compliance consultant to get the actual ADV uh, drafted, prepared, and ready to go. Step two is actually the regulator approval. So working with your compliance consultant uh, all on a choreographed timeline for your whole transition process, again, something I help advisors with if you're, you're moving from your current situation to, to wanting to move into the, the, the RIA model, you map all this out. It's a choreographed process. So and that next step in the creation of the RA process is 
the compliance consultant submitting it to the regulators for their approval. Uh, so whether it depends on your size, again, I did a video on this, uh, you can look into that, whether you are SEC or state, um, is, is who that will be submitted for for review. And, and technically, they don't approve of it as in uh, endorsing you as an RIA or anything like that. They, they approve in sense you've okay, you've met the criteria and our comfort level that, that, that we can proceed here. Uh, so that process typically by itself takes 30 to 45 days. Again, some, some states are quicker than others. If you're state level, SEC is obviously kind of one and the same, uh, but there could be a whole kind of host of variables of, of why even the SEC might take a little longer on that scale than normal. But again, typically expect from the time you get it filed, it could be another 30 to 45 days uh, before you actually hear back from the regulators, uh, of course, hopefully with an approval on that. Uh, so I did want to give a couple of examples of what could slow that down. I've, I've given you ranges on each of those. So I want to give you examples of, of why something might go, go quicker or longer, depends on what it is. So uh, the first one is if, if you're not responsive with your compliance consultant. So when you engage that compliance consultant, again, they're going to have to do a lot of, of due diligence on you and your practice to understand the services you offer, uh, the kind of clients you have, all kinds of things they need to understand, not, not because they're quizzing you on it, but because it needs to be documented appropriately in the ADV. So when they come to you and ask you for all this information, if you sit on it and wait a full week before you, you get back to them, uh, and, and there could be a, a couple rounds here of back and forth, so not just one, uh, obviously that's going to slow it down. So the, the, the more responsive you are when your compliance consultant comes to you with questions, that's going to speed the process up. Likewise, it will also slow it down if, if you're not responsive. Um, number two, uh, if the actual, the ADV filing itself is incomplete or insufficient. And, and what I mean by that is, is when you send it to the regulators, you certainly don't want them rejecting it because uh, oh, a certain uh, box wasn't checked that needed to be checked or, or some, some kind of more mechanical or technical rejection. Uh, and that, that's another reason why you would by no means want to do your ADV filing by yourself. And I, I should have noted that technically you can do all of this yourself without a compliance consultant. There's no regulation that says you have to gauge, engage uh, compliance consultants to help you with this. I've never heard though of an RA doing it themselves. Uh, clearly, you want to rely on the experts for that sort of thing, uh, because as an example, and not that experts can't make mistakes as well, uh, but you know, trying to do it yourself, almost guaranteed it's going to get rejected because you, you didn't realize there were three boxes you should have checked because back on page two, you, you, you did check one box and, and then didn't see the follow-up boxes. So again, if it's incomplete or insufficient, another reason it might get delayed, gets rejected, has to be reworked, resubmitted. Again, you want to try to avoid that wherever you can. Uh, number three of what might cause a delay. Uh, if you have, you know, for lack of a better word, dings on your uh, regulatory record, so generally your CRD, um, the regulators are going to look at that. They are going to look at the principals, the owners of the firm, and they are going to say, okay, what's the backstory of these individuals? Uh, clearly, if you have a lot of challenging things on your CRD, a lot of prior uh, complaints, a lot of prior um, maybe separations from uh, particular firms under, under less than ideal circumstances, that, that is going to slow the process down and in a worst case scenario might, might even result in a, a rejection outright of the 
the uh, RIA filing. Uh, again, that's something I've, I've looked at those for uh, 10 plus years looking at CRDs. Uh, so usually working with someone like me, working with a compliance consultant, you'll, you'll know going in ahead of time whether you should maybe be kind of nervous that, that it's going gonna, it's gonna to be rejected for that reason. Again, most advisors have very few, if any, kind of marks on their CRD. Uh, so this is usually a moot point. Uh, but to the degree you're more in that gray area, uh, certainly can have a conversation with you and, and give you my perspective of what I've seen uh, that was or was not problematic in the past. Uh, and keep in mind that, that this issue is not just important with respect to the ADV filing itself, it's also with uh, some of the vendors you're going to need to work with, they're going to look at this. So for instance, you'll need a custodian. The custodian is going to look at these things as well. Uh, and, and if they can't reach a comfort level with perhaps what's on that record, uh, they might choose not to do business with you as well. So uh, again, it's, it's a variable to be aware of. Again, most advisors, it's, it's a completely moot point because they have little to no marks. Uh, but, but for advisors that there is a little more, for whatever the backstory might be, uh, it, is, it is a variable that, that can not only slow things down, but, but could even cause a rejection. Um, and then the final thing is things completely out of your control, uh, you know, is, is a um, unexpected delay due to a government shutdown due to uh, budgetary constraints or, or budget challenges in, in Congress. And, and that sort of thing has happened where where Congress or, or sorry, the government was shut down, right? And there were a whole bunch of services out there that we were all impacted by. And in one of those, and, and, and when those scenarios have happened is, is that actual review process of these filings. So thankfully that is few and far between, but technically there are some things that could throw a little wrench in there uh, and, and add a delay. And unfortunately there's absolutely nothing you can do about uh, those, uh, those things that are causing those delays. Uh, so all in, when you kind of do all this math from, from very start, when you say to the compliance consultant, okay, let's engage, let's start this process to approval, you're generally looking at 45 to 90 days. Uh, and so that, that's, I always point that out to people because, you know, you think, oh, I, I have plenty of time to get things done as I want to make this, this transition to the RA model. And, and yes, there's a lot of steps that need to occur as you work to transition to the model. But if you are going to have your own RIA, you need to mentally think, wow, just the filing process alone to get approval could, could maybe, I mean, in, in theory, it could be more than 90 days, but let's say it's even on the high end around that 90 days. Um, and, and again, a lot of that, some of it's in your control, some of it's not in your control. So just mentally be prepared for Again, that timeline, 45 to 90 days from the time you start it to the time it's approved to go live. So with that, like I said, I'm Brad Wales with Transition to RIA. This is the sort of thing I help advisors with. I want advisors to understand everything there is to know about what it takes to transition to the RIA model. And so this is the sort of questions I go over, the resources I provide. Uh, head on over to transitiontora.com. Uh, you can see everything I have to offer. I would love to chat with you there. There's an easy contact link at the top. You can instantly schedule a, a Zoom call with me and we can begin a dialogue. And again, uh, I, I try to make it as easy as possible to get information, answer any questions you may have and, and kind of help you think through why and how you might want to make that transition. So with that, I hope you found this video helpful and I'll see you on the next one.